It's The Drive with Rob and Roz. And on the show today, we have someone who is a true survivor. And not only someone who's currently surviving, he is thriving. It's Caleb Swanapu, who years ago survived a shark attack, then is a Paralympian. And now you can see him at Monte Cassino performing in a Midsummer Night's Dream. Welcome to The Drive with Rob and Roz, Caleb. Thank you to both of you. Um, yeah, It's awesome to be here. It's uh, very refreshing and very exciting. Caleb, I don't even know where to start with everything that you've achieved, but there was a seminal life-changing moment in your life when you My were... My birth. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> after that, after that... Thanks, Mom. <laughs> there was like a seminal moment in your life where things changed. Can you tell us what happened? Yeah, so the short synopsis, because I know it's radio, we've got to be quick. Um, at 2015, 27th of June, I was 20 years old at the time. I was first year... Um, first year acting student at UCT and on the holiday with my family at Buffalo Bay, uh, very close to Meisner. And you can spot for us when you're a career kid, you always want to get to the ocean, different dance. So I grew up in the dusty streets of St. Albert. Um, and I was my brothers, we were body surfing, beautiful conditions, uh, they did surfers out that morning and there was a great white water. Uh, I went out and only saw it when, you know, we'd been catching it for about 35 minutes. Turned to my brothers, um, told me to the beach. We couldn't stand at this point. My mom and my sisters, my brothers, were all were watching us on the beach house, and they saw um, my right leg taken above me down the Buffalo Bay. And it's been quite an interesting journey since then. It's a miracle that I survived. Um, with an above me shark attack, femoral artery severed, with two months to live. And I'm still breathing today, so I'm, 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 eight, I'm eight years old and I'm 28 years old. Um, one you want to you want to focus on but um yeah it's it's been quite an interesting journey and you know trauma healing um disability are things that really became pivotal um in 2015 and became and um, were put at the forefront of of um my mind and, and things i had to focus on and it's not something you really want to think about when you you're starting out as a young adult and you just want to study and and get going and, and learn but uh that's the journey that was um I was put on. Uh, you got to deal with the cards you dealt, and you got to make the most of it. I guess it's one day at a time. I, I can't imagine as a young adult having at that stage in your life. I remember being twenty and all the ideas you have and all the plans you have, and all of a sudden it, it must feel like the rug's been pulled out from underneath you, man. Yeah, not to yeah, not to use a amputee joke, but you know, when you're standing on one leg, your your balance is a bit challenged sometimes. And um, I remember lying in the hospital bed thinking. You know, I'm going to have six months off. This happened in the middle of the middle of the your your your, your varsity break. So you've just started. You're questioning pretty much everything you've just learned, um, because uh, I'm a Hugh Jackman Wolverine fan, um, and then Ryan Reynolds comes second. So um, you know, when you start on when you start on stage, you know, I was expecting you know to to be you know like Hugh Jackman or or, or like the Wolverine. I'm like, you, they start you really basic at, at 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 varsity. You know, you start with movement, you start with voice. So you, you're questioning that already. Um, and then I'm in, I end up in a hospital bed. Uh, I can still feel my right leg there and my, 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 my five toes, which is, you know, phantom pain. It's a strange thing. And I thought, okay, I'm not going back to varsity. And the prosthetist, the person that designs your, your sockets and works with you when, you when you lose your leg, they said, look, try go back to, to varsity. And, and UCT was, was unbelievable in, in accommodating me, but I did not think I was going back to drama school. And it was probably the best thing for me. I, probably about a month later after losing my leg, I was... I walked back into class on crutches, um, just rocked up and said, here I am. <clears throat> Do you know what? Every interview that I've seen of yours or listened to you, 
two, there is just this kind of unwavering positivity. Like the smile is always on your face. Is it a genuine smile or is there sometimes just this feeling of why did this happen to me? This is not how I wanted my life to be, but let me put the smile on my face. And can I add to that question? Was it there beforehand or did you learn it? I think, look, um, everything changes with age, I think, and and trauma changes you. It changes the brain. Uh, I think trauma also gets locked in the body. So there's lots of things that have shifted since I lost my leg. But I think I've always had um, a little spark in me ever since I was a kid. I mean... Uh, my mom and dad and family always say I look for attention, which is probably true. I also <laughs> like my quiet moments when I'm sleeping, I guess. <laughs> but, um, you know, I think it's it's something that I had before I lost my leg. And I think it, it, it maybe became my armor after I lost my leg, you know, to you've got a choice um, to be a victim or survivor. And it's something I speak about when I do key, keynote talks. You know, I, I was lying in the bed and, and one of the news articles came out and said, um, you know, shark attack victim lose his leg and a couple of shark attack survivors reached out and said, you know, you want to be a survivor, not a victim. And I think having a survivor mindset uh, is something that keeps me in check. And then my family keep me in check big time. Um, you know, I'll be sitting on the couch with my leg off and like, ah, oh, I want a cup of tea. Uh, you know, you know, I'm feeling sorry for myself. And um, I think my friends and family have not let me, you know, um, be, uh, uh, you know, lean into the disability and, and feel sorry for myself. Obviously, I have my days. So I think if you had a look at it, I'm definitely more positive than, than, than negative. I have more positive days, but I definitely have my moments where I'm like, wow, um, um, this is enough now. You know, like I was on crutches for about 10, 11 weeks um, recently because I had very bad bruising on my residual limb, stamp, whatever you want to call it. And I didn't want to go to gym. I didn't want to go out for coffee because my armor was my prosthetic, you know, and only now I'm being honest about these kinds of things because you only realize it when it's happening to Mm. you that the last time I was on crutches for a long period of time was when I lost my leg and I was distracted with healing, getting back to studies with family, with fundraising. And all of a sudden when, when your world gets rocked after eight years of being comfortable with something, it's, it's, it's dismantling. And, um, it's about then going, being honest and going, am I enough without my prosthetic? And I think that's a journey. I definitely don't think I am sometimes. So yeah, to answer your question in a very long way, um, I also have my moments where I, I question everything. And mm. I think that's also being part of being a human being. Absolutely. So you go back to varsity, you graduate from UCT drama department, and you're now an actor. We can see you trading the boards at Monte Cassino, the Peter Turin Theatre in a Midsummer Night's Dream, you're playing the role of Puck. And anyone who knows that play knows that it's an incredibly physical role. So how yeah. do you attack this in your active brain to go, yeah. okay, cool, what am I going to do? Because it's mis- it's mischief and he's making everything happen on the stage. Yes. Yeah, so uh, I think this is the one time, one of the few times I'm like, you know, I'm so stoked I have one leg because I get to do some really cool things um, and find some awesome things that maybe I wouldn't have been able to with, with both my limbs. Uh, you know, the first day in rehearsal with, with Jeff, our director, I, I didn't have my leg because I was, I was recovering from bruising. I had my crutches and I put them down and I said, well, let's start the scene, you know, without crutches. And as the rehearsal went on, uh, Jeff said, let's try and go as far as we can without the crutches. So, you know, after two hours of performance, I need, a, I need a rub down with Voltaren and D-Pete. I feel like a springbok um, after the Rugby World Cup final. But it's been awesome to, it's a very freeing experience because 
when I'm swimming in the ocean, I don't have my leg on and I'm being held by the water and there's nothing restricting me. Sometimes a prosthetic, a device it restricts you. So in a sense that, that, that nakedness of, of being just in my full form with one leg, um, pucking around on stage, uh, it's been freeing, liberating, very challenging, but I'm able to every night find something quite incredible and, and also show audiences that no one has to feel sorry for me. You know, we're busy having fun. Um, we, we, theater is a team sport as well. So the cast, um, you know, the, 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 my fellow actors, it's been, it's been so awesome to be, be part of that group because yeah, they just treat you like, you, they don't treat me any differently, which is awesome. You know, besides for, Hey, do you need your crutches? Like, yeah. Yes, I do. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Um, what drew you to the stage? Have this is something you always wanted to, because you said you went to, you know, straight out of school into UCT, into yeah. the drama department. You sort of had that beeline in your head. What, what, what was the dream when you were little? So I think I have to give a shout out to my mom, uh, Tracy Swanepoel, who educated me um, and my four siblings. Uh, she's one of my heroes. Um, and she, um, you know, it's, it's, it's very special thinking back to just days of being educated at the kitchen table and being homeschooled. Um, and then my mom started teaching us drama. Um, we went and, you know, we grew up in a small town, so you sing at the old age home, uh, you sing in the church hall, you put on productions. And I think that love for storytelling and connecting with people and seeing an audience react and fall in love with something was what, what gripped me. And then and then growing up with old movies, you know, all the old musicals. Um, one of the things I re- uh, remember clearly to bring it back to Hugh Jackman is Oklahoma. I watched Oklahoma, the, the, the DVD um, version of that. And one of my dreams one day is to is definitely to connect with you. Um, uh, to be on first first name basis, <laughs> um, and I think you know I I just I was going to do a BSc in geology or or, or or drama, and I knew that I needed to go with the drama choice first as a first choice because I probably wouldn't go back to it um, if I'd taken a BSc yeah. to to kick things off. So um, whatever you lay whatever I layer onto a creative degree um, is just is just a bonus, and I think studying theatre theatre is a gift. Um, but anyone who's done anything in the creative work and in, in the creative space, it, it adds value in so many other areas, um, not just for the creative space. Obviously, it's wonderful to be a working actor, but that isn't always possible. And I think mm. every thespian listening to this will relate and probably give a little gentle nod. I'm sure Roz does. She's also a theater kid. <laughs> Keep doing this to me. Yeah. Keep doing this to me, asking me <laughs> on the radio. So listen, you, after your incident with the shark, which you survived, mm. went back into the ocean. To become a Your Paralympian why? surfing champion and you've never kind of gone, listen, that is what happened to me and I'm not going back there because I don't know what else is out there. Yeah. But you've actually gone back and gone, you know what, well. Yeah, I think the the interesting thing there is everyone's journey is unique to, to that person. Um, I can't tell someone who loses their leg. Um, in the ocean, go back to the sea. It's, it might not work for them, but but for me, it's been a very healing experience going back to the ocean. Um, I think, you know, people think shark attack, you must have been a surfer. And I was never a surfer before I lost my leg. I was body surfing. And surfing came as an invitation, um, as a challenge. And I said yes to it. And it brought incredible people and experiences into my life and exposed me to um, a, a version of parasport that I had never seen before, and people's stories. People are so inspiring. We've got the world. We've got our. We've got our South African team right now in the states um, competing at world champs, and hopefully we'll come back with some goals. And 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 regardless of the accolades and and the titles and all those kinds of things, that the ocean is 
almost a spiritual space. You know, I say the ocean's taken a lot away from me, but it's also given a lot back. And saying yes to something sometimes that 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 has a little bit of fear that does scare you, um, leaning into that, I think when you do, it's it's nerve wracking at first. Even like saying yes to theater again after after four years of not doing it. You have that anxiety and you have that build up and your heart races a bit faster. But once you're in that space, there's something that starts happening and you, there's momentum that starts shifting. And I, I don't think I'd be the same person I am today if I hadn't gone back into the sea. I would have this wall mm-hmm. in the back of my mind um, and I'd have this very big fear and more of a shadow than anything else, right? Um, yes, it's dangerous to be in the sea, but you can create a safe environment. Sometimes you can go open water swimming with a group. You can you can look at the tides. You can make sure that you're at safe beaches. And also, I want to be an advocate for protecting sharks. I think they are incredible creatures. They are they're dinosaurs, um, you know, and they're apex predators, and they are at the top of the food chain. And if we disrupt that food chain, we're disrupting every second breath we take. Every second breath we take comes from the ocean. People think it just comes from trees, but the plankton in the ocean is doing its thing for us as well. So, yeah, I don't quite know where things are going to go, but I think saying yes to things that scare me a little bit, there's more positives than negatives there. I want to ask you something. You're obviously a a man with some mental fortitude, right? Um, and these things that you love, the ocean mm. and being on the stage, you loved both of them first, and now you're in a space where you're excelling at both of them. Is there a moment in both of those things? How do you approach it realizing that I love it and I'm good at it require different kinds of efforts? Does that make sense? Like well, once you once you get back into the sea and you start surfing, I get it. This is freedom. This is something I love. This is something I enjoy. Then all of a sudden the pro tiers come knocking and they're like, bro, yeah. you're good at this. Come win some medals for us. Yeah. Like there's a different headspace for those two spaces. There is. And I think, I think the, because the fun comes first and the enjoyment comes first, the, the gold star that you get when you get, you know, 10 out of 10 for your grade two exam comes second, you know, it's an incredible opportunity to represent my country and to sing our anthem and to wave our flag. And, and not many people even know about parasurfing, you know, um, and parasport. So I think um, for me, I want to lean into things that bring me joy, that bring me, that, that, that bring fun and, 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 and grow me as a human being. And then the, the accolades, the accolades come second. I mean, no one's going to be there when I'm on my deathbed to go how many SA champs titles did you have you know but they'll remember the time that we went for a free surf together and we had a coffee or a Jack Black lager afterwards you know and shout out to Jack Black they had great lager <laughs> um, but um, but I think that the, you know the, the, the thing as well is I also want to um, do things that that challenge me you know and um, I think theater is one of those things and I'm, I'm very grateful for this opportunity and to to VR and and to and even to Monte Cassino, I mean, to be in Joburg, and it's 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 a, an incredible opportunity, and to have the ocean right there in Cape Town is is amazing, and I think I just want to kind of share that with people and change the way people see disability. Like, I didn't think about it when I was a kid because I had two legs, and I'm we, we take it for granted. We take we take we take our lives for granted, which is something that we shouldn't we shouldn't necessarily always have to think about. But when you do lose something, you're very aware of that loss, and you're very aware of how things have to shift and adapt, and. I want companies, brands, organizations to see the power that people that have that are differently abled. Um, there's so much in those stories. There's so much I can bring to the table with with my experience. When it gets locked in and, and added to just a group of people, you know, I don't have to be with just para athletes. I'm in a cast with no one else has a disability, 
but I'm not singled out as the person who's disabled, who's crippled. You know, I'm one of the team. I've got to show up on time. I've got to warm up like everyone else and I've got to do my part. And I think that's the beautiful thing. The ocean treats everyone the same. And in theater, I kind of feel like they treat everyone the same as well. I love that. It's been so great having you on The Drive with Robin Ross. Caleb Swanepoel currently on stage at Monte Casino in A Midsummer Night's Dream. Tickets are available at webtickets.co.za. Go and watch this show. Where can we follow you online if we want to see what's coming next? So just a quick one on the show. Web tickets, we are on from the 9th to the 19th of November, 2023, not 2024, people. Um, if you want to connect with me, Instagram, um, Caleb Swanapool, that's the best place to, to connect. And if anyone wants uh, to come watch, DM me. I'll see what I can do as well. Um, and no, they yeah. must pay, bro. Well, you know what? <laughs> For those who can't afford theater, um, reach out and also just uh, drive safe out there and have an epic, epic uh, weekend as it approaches.